0: What's up my friends? Welcome to another episode of Self to Society. My name is Dennis, I'm your host, and we are going to start with a quick little game of pick-me-up. We're not gonna, I'm not going to do the full thing, I'm just going to sit here and fiddle with the cards while I'm introducing what we're going to talk about today, and then we're going to have a blast. One of the things that has come up recently is the question, are men ready to evolve emotionally? Are men ready to step into their vulnerability? Are men ready to put in the time and effort to get to know themselves? And A lot of people in this conversation uh, both male female etc say yes one interesting thing about my journey in this is that I didn't know I was ready until I was pretty far along on the path I didn't know that what I was doing was putting in work for self-knowing or to find myself at this place that I am today which is nowhere near the finish line I fuck up a lot, I'm still evolving and still learning, but I've created an amazingly strong foundation of what I am and who I am and how I do and should operate in the world. And for that I'm very proud, but I'm by no means done, nor have I arrived. And so I, I, didn't, I don't know to say that I was ready to go on this journey when I started, I just knew that I had to start moving or I was going to in many ways self-destruct worse than I already was and some of the parts of this conversation are are look at it and say nope men aren't ready and i think that i think both sides are observational right i think there's definitely an opportunity for people to have been hurt by or experience or observe certain groups of people that that would allow them to look at this general whole of men and say nope not ready and and yet while i don't believe the general masses, meaning the the general man in the world. I don't know that we're all ready, but I do know that there are men who have been trying, they've been putting in work, they've been listening, they've been going to therapy, they've been attempting to find a softer tone with their kids. They've been finding to not have to solve every problem with their partner. They've been searching for some of these things that allow for readiness to probably be taking shape. And so, With that intro, we're going to pull a couple cards and see where this can guide our conversation. Because this feels fun. And I don't really, I know where I'm going, but I I like to, I like to play this game too. So, uh, these two cards fell out of my hand. Affirmation and anxious. uh, Feel anxious and need affirmation. (laughs) What a fuck it, that's funny. So we're just going to go down this road. We're going to take these two cards and we're going to travel... All the way down this road. I have an enormous amount of anxiety about a few things. One is being misunderstood. I do not enjoy being misunderstood, it's not fun for me, it triggers me in a lot of fucked up ways that then I have to go continue to deal with. So I carry a lot of anxiety especially in these conversations around men and their level of competitive versus their level of compassionate or in different terms their masculine and feminine and I just simply don't want to be misunderstood. I spend an enormous amount of time thinking and writing and and putting my experience and my observation into these buckets and categories of how I believe I can best serve and help the world. And yet, every time I start to talk about some of these topics, I'm like, fuck, did I say that right? Did I use the right term? Did I acknowledge or identify this people group correctly? Is somebody going to get pissed that I said masculine too many times? I, I just, I overthink the fuck out of it. And generally, I I overthink the fuck out of everything. But specifically, when it comes to wanting to empower men, I am I'm not a couple things. (laughs) I'm not the guy that's like, just go make more money and hit the fucking gym. And that's your peak of masculinity, because I don't believe that. Uh, I think that those are really great supplements or additives or uh, additions to what our masculinity truly is. And in that same way, I'm also not the like, it's okay, just be soft and be non-confrontational and let people walk on you. Like, fuck that shit too, I'm not that guy either. So I very interestingly find myself between two very prominent and very popular camps of like, be soft and, and meek and maybe quiet and then be loud and obnoxious and whatever. I don't like either of them because I think actually the the beauty is in the middle. The beauty is when those two things find their own balance within each individual male. And within each individual male, we have a sliding scale of level of competitive versus compassionate. I've met some men that are so caring and maternal almost because of the level of compassion that they have for their children the level of compassion they have for the world. Like it's very beautiful to see some of that acted out. And I know some men that without the like dick swinging male testosterone thing that we deal with in society a lot of times, they just are fucking, they just are a presence to be dealt with when they're, when they're, when they're around. And so I think the beautiful thing is bringing those two together and understanding that every man has a sliding scale of competitive and compassionate. And I do believe a few things, one, Men need to be competitive in some way, shape, or form. I think that that is a driver for healthy masculinity. Now, the ego can take that super out of whack. So if you disagree with me, that's okay. Uh, I also think that we need to be providers and protectors. That looks very, different. those terms have a lot of different meaning. I am an emotional provider. I'm a financial provider. I'm a, a physical and emotional protector. I'm also extremely competitive. I love to compete and I love to play sports and uh, I love to hit the finish line. I, I, like to, I like to win. And that's something that I've always enjoyed. Now, I know women who love to win way more than me. They're way more competitive than me. They're way more likely to hit a sales goal number. They're way, way more likely to like push themselves to physical exhaustion just to get the victory. So again, this isn't particularly about gender all the time, it's just about the flexibility of how our internal personal balance is. And so the anxiety that I carry in wanting to to create this space for men, and I say create space very intentionally, is that I believe a lot of men have been pushed to the fringe one way or another and been told that you're either acceptable if you're this side or you're acceptable if you're this side. And there are very few voices saying, no, 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 Bring those together and you're acceptable just as you are. And now the work is to understand exactly what you are and then start to live that out. (sighs) The anxiety is sort of dissipated by getting to do that. Um, Need for affirmation. I have a deep need for affirmation. I'm I'm a words of affirmation guy. I love to affirm people and I love to build people up, I love to be encouraging, and so in, in many ways I love to receive that back. And this is very interesting to get these today because just earlier today, well yesterday and today, I've had a couple really beautiful conversations with some guys I know that are, have been incredibly affirming of what liar is, uh, what the work that I do to speak to men that I've done for a very long time, what, the work that I've done inside and in and of myself to be a man that can stand on this platform with integrity and not feel shaken and not feel like I have to hide anything because I don't. Uh, That's one of the things that I'm probably the most proud of is just the fact that I don't have to hide shit anymore. And so with this anxiety, this anxiety is only overcome when I do the thing that I feel most prompted to do in life and then I'm naturally affirmed by it. That was pretty beautiful to to walk into that way. So are men ready? Some of us. Some of us. I overhear a lot of conversations over here. And, and I have a lot of conversations with men. Conversations about their dissatisfaction at home or their, with their partner. Their dissatisfaction with themselves in terms of how they parent their kids. Their dissatisfaction at the workplace. Feeling like they're not working a job that, that they believe uses their gifts and their talents and they feel stuck or pushed into this particular avenue or arena. And, and because I know that so many men struggle with these things, I do believe that it is the perfect time in human history for us to start to tear away the layers of things that make us hide from our truest self so that we can be the best possible men for everybody. And I understand that women have, well, a lot of people, um, most people have not had all great experiences with men in the same way that we haven't all had great experiences with women either. And that conversation goes back and forth. I have been deeply hurt emotionally by both. And I've been deeply loved and and found such beauty in relationship with both as well. And so to just throw one out with the other seems kind of silly. So I, I believe that this is a beautiful time in human history for men to be able to strip away the layers of uh, over-exaggerated, fake it till you make it, just put on the tough guy thing, hide your fucking emotions, don't fucking cry, just fucking grind it out and get it done. Bah. I think it's time that we start to tear some of those layers away. And if you are a man who operates at a high level of competitive nature, you're probably naturally that way. That's not an act. And so I'm not shitting on that. But I am drawing attention to the fact that there are plenty of men trying to play a role because it's they it's how they think they're going to get accepted. And believe it or not, men love to be affiliated with other men. That's why sports exists. It's why clubs exist, like men's clubs and and men's groups and why, I mean, for centuries almost, probably, I don't know, that was a weird thing to say. For many, many years, men traveled in packs as they went to find new land, as they went to hunt, as they went to gather, as they went to uh, kill predators, right? Like men traveled in packs together. And so the affiliation that we want to, to have with other men that we look up to and that we esteem is an extremely high thing that men particularly don't talk about. And so my hope is that as we peel these layers away, more and more men will have that desire to have that same, that same experience or the same draw towards men that find themselves in a comfortable space of self-knowing. And once we've hit that foundation of self-knowing, once we've built that, not hit it, but built it, then we can work on self-mastery. And self-mastery is an entirely different process. It's, it's, a, it's a different adventure. It's like building the boat is one part of the journey and then sailing the boat is another and those two things are, are very closely related in terms of the metaphor. And, and the beautiful thing for me is that I, I really truly have such a deeply compassionate heart for who men are and what, what we experience and that we're generally a little bit misunderstood. And again I'm not taking away from the fact that you may have been extremely hurt by a man if you're listening to this. However, uh, I do think that the scale is, is a little bit flipped where we only look at what men do that's shitty. And so I think there's just a bigger spotlight on men fuck up this way, men do this shitty, men are toxic, men are unhealthy, masculinity is unhealthy. If you do this, it's unhealthy and blah, 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 blah. And I've said this before in other episodes, but maybe let us decide what, from a from a place of safe and balanced and mature ego let us decide what healthy masculinity looks like for us as individuals and then as we do that more we will we will obviously build a better foundation for the collective experience of masculinity now i i say all of those words and the reason I paused for a second was just to bring myself back to center so that I didn't just keep rambling. The beautiful part about being, if you're a woman watching this or listening to this or watching this clip on Instagram or TikTok or wherever the hell I'm going to put it, um, if you're a woman watching and your first flinch is like, ugh, cringe, that's okay. That's okay. We don't particularly need 100% of your buy-in. But what we do need is the support and love to take the next step. And so be cautious how we speak to one another on all sides of this conversation. This is gonna be a general statement. Be cautious of how you speak to one another because those words that we ingest all of the time, it's how we learn to live out who we are. And you can really stunt somebody by speaking painfully or negatively or harmfully to them by projecting your own bullshit onto them by drawing in an experience from somebody else and placing it on top of a new human. You can really damage people that way. And the truth is this, right, is like when when people project and when people say almost anything to an entire group of people, uh, many times it's just a projection of themselves and what they fear about themselves being found out or being portrayed or being experienced by other people most of what is is said to you or done to you has nothing to do with you it's just people's projection of how you trigger their insecurity or how you make them feel anxious about about how they've treated other people maybe or how they've acted out in the world and that's not hundred percent but it is pretty fucking high of a of a percentage that that the way people treat you is about them it's almost never about you unless you're just blatantly an asshole and somebody responds then you fucked up and you should fix it um so back to the original question and conversation of do i believe men are ready i do i do i I believe that generally there is a large group of men or a growing group of men that are ready and and by ready i mean interested in building a foundation outside of either extreme and and truly drawing into themselves their truest nature, their truest identity, and being able to live that out with integrity. As opposed to hiding in shame and hiding in guilt and hiding in the, the fuck yous that the world has given us or the fuck yous that you received from your parents or your ex-partners or your kids. Uh, I think the world deserves men to be, to understand their level of competitive and compassionate, to build this foundation of self-knowing. Our kids deserve it. Uh, our partners deserve it. Our friends deserve it. Our colleagues and coworkers deserve it. And the world as a whole really deserves men to live out their truest self with a healthy and checked ego. Healthy and checked is uh, a big part of a big part of this equation. So as I wrap up, I just pulled two new cards here. I am capable was the affirm card, which fucking A right I am, and let go. And today what this means for me is let go of all of the thoughts and things I overthink about how people are going to perceive me and just step into the world and follow my heart in the way that I believe I need to, which again brings me some anxiety, but I'm very grateful to have people in my corner that affirm me. That was pretty beautiful. If you hung on this long thank you so much for listening if you're watching on YouTube hey thanks please take a minute to like and subscribe follow review it etc uh, I don't actually know what it means but everybody else says it so I figured I should too Stephen Bartlett says it on the diary of the CEO so I'm just copying him at this point <laughs> until next time my friends I hope you have a beautiful day and I look forward to the next time we get to do this I will see you soon bye